Join us in kicking them in the asteroid. Yes, hello everybody. I'm back again. Mark could not be here for this very special edition of Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood. If you couldn't get that from the intro music, we are back again with a brand new edition where we will look at some of the actions of presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party, Gary Johnson, as well as Bill Weld, good old fiery face himself. Uh, now, I'm not going to be flying solo today, as much as some of you might like that here in the Bryans of Liberty Studios. I have a special guest with me. You might know him from Felony Friday. You might know him from his uh, involvement with the Lions of Liberty overall. But yes, from the Felony Friday podcast, John Odermatt. What's up, Odie? It is freaking phenomenal to be here. You know, I felt left out for so long. You guys had your little Rand Pluses and Minuses show and... You know, I was ne- never invited on, but finally, finally, I've been invited on to talk about Gary Johnson. So I'm excited, excited to be here. Good. Well, you should have your own show, man. You could call it uh, Odor Max or Odor Shats, and you can uh, go through topics of the day. That's pretty terrible. It's uh, be like, bad that, that's that a bad was, pun. That's a bad pun. What do you think? I'm, that's all I do here. <laughs> that's my raw soul role with the Lions of Liberty is bad puns, man. That's what they called me in elementary school, Odor Shat. That's bringing they, back horror. I nailed it. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I just picture man. you shaking at your desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Memories of the seesaw. Be held under the seesaw as people go up and down your head. All right, man. Well, you know how this show works. So, so for those of you that haven't heard the show before, basically we go through the actions of, of Gary Johnson, some of the things he said, some of the things he might have done, and we tie Bill Weld into that because, you know, they are a team in all things. They are a team, the Johnson Weld squad. And we're going to give them a, a very sophisticated grading method. Now, what that is, is if we like what he's saying, if it jives with libertarian values, if we think it, it forwards the thinking that we agree with, we give it a Johnson. But if we don't, if we say, hey, this cat over here, he needs a slap upside the ears, somebody box him on both sides, then we give him a Johnson off. Now, Odie, tell me, are you ready to play the game? I've been waiting my entire life for this one moment. You've been waiting for a Garrett Johnson. All right, guys. And by the way, before we start, I do want to say this is episode 230 of the Lions of Liberty podcast. So that means you can find that at lionsofliberty.com forward slash 230. You can also find the Gary, uh, excuse me, Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood archives at Lions of Liberty forward slash Gary. Now, let's roll down and play the game. All right, first thing on the docket. Uh, there's been a lot of talk. Of course, you can't avoid it within libertarian circles. I mean, Gary Johnson, he ran before. He didn't get anywhere near his goals, of, of, you know, the, the percentiles he was going for. But this, I believe this election cycle, he said it would be a victory for him to get, what, 5%? Odie, was that the figure I think he threw out there? 
Well, yeah, that's that's uh, the justification that the uh, the Johnsonites, all the uh, little Johnson apostles running around saying, we need to back Gary Johnson. I've been saying the whole time, we need to get 5% so we can get on the ballot because it's going to make everything great when you get federal money. So, yeah, I think it's 5%. All right. So, I mean, and I, you know what? I will say this. So far, if you're looking at the most recent polls and our, our buddy Howie Snowden, which uh, some of you may know him from the uh, Lions in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor podcast we do. He has been throwing out polls at us constantly, and typically I've seen Johnson, I'd say he ranges roughly around the 7% area, and, you know, the highest poll I think I saw was 13%. Now, of course, to get in these utterly rigged debates, which, of course, are run by a commission, which is a jointly Republican and Democrat that decides who gets in and gets out, you need to be at 15%. So, Odie, in your opinion, do you think that, number one, Gary's going to make it in? And number two, should we be getting excited? And is this a Johnson or a Johnson at this point? Well, uh, number one, I, I think I do not think he'll get in the debates. The only way I think he will get into the debates is if he does get close to that 15 percent. I don't think he's ever going to get five polls with 15 percent. Well, especially not what, when they can pick and choose them. Right. I mean, it's exactly. Like, <laughs> I think what, what are the odds? <laughs> Yeah, they'll they'll just pick ones that you know don't have it fifteen percent. It's not that like one hard. guy they ask on the street corner. They'll be like, "Old man Johnson, what do you think of Gary Johnson?" Who? No, that's the poll we're counting, man. Didn't make it exactly, in. exactly. Yeah. So the, the, I mean, they'll pick what they want. They'll try to keep him out. The only chance he has is if he bitches and moans. If he has a couple where he's over fifteen or at fifteen, and Donald Trump or and or Hillary Clinton say, "Yeah, sure, let Gary Johnson in. I'll whoop his ass." So which which could happen. And then they'll probably let Gary Johnson in and then Donald Trump will whoop his ass. You, you but, think maybe they would let him in just as, you know, they'll be like, you know what? We're, hey, Hillary, we're going to need a break from yelling at each other and me saying you're crooked, Hillary. And you should be like, yeah, you know, that's right. We need a little break. You know, so maybe they just need somebody else that they can kind of relax on hitting on each other for a while and just need a whipping boy, which I'm sorry. I know we all think Gary Johnson's the best candidate of these of these possible options. We agree on that. But I still have my reservations and think that he might be a complete atrocity on stage going up against those two. So and maybe they'll just bring him up there uh, for a little breather or they can just go out something easy for a while. I don't think there's any might about it. I think he'll be absolutely terrible on stage. And I've heard libertarians try to justify it by saying it doesn't matter if he's terrible. It just matters if he's on stage. If he's up there and says nothing at all, he's on stage and people will see him, which I think is just a ridiculous argument. Um, I, I, if he does get on stage, it's not going to matter. He's not going to get 5%. So I, I guess my answer to this whole polling thing, it's a jaunts off. Oh, starting it off with a John's off. My God. You know what? I am going to disagree. I'll agree with one side of things. I I think it would be, I, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but when he's on stage, I do think it's going to be horrible. Uh, he can't win debates against other libertarians, let alone these two monsters of the media that are going to come out there with massive stabs. They're going to pull up everything from Johnson's past and, and, and really attack him. But I will say, I... I don't know if I've ever seen a libertarian across the board. Well, I mean, Ron Paul, actually. But is Gary Johnson, I think he's actually across the board polling better than Ron did. Uh, I mean, from my, uh, my memory, Ron was, Ron was tapping. I mean, certain states Ron would do better in. But for the most part, I think he topped out around, like, I would say, like, five-ish. So... I don't know, man. I think he's, he's Ron was up. never Ron was never pulled in a situation where it was just him and two other candidates. I mean, that's it was a very always good point. 
the whole Republican field taking votes different directions. So, yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. I wonder what would have happened if he had just been on his own flying solo libertarian ticket like Johnson is. Well, he uh, was in 88, but he wasn't he wasn't Ron Paul back then. He was just Ron Paul. Right. <laughs> He's just a dude. <laughs> Um, well, you know what? I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say, as of right now, as of today, that this is a Johnson. Ooh, ooh, I know we're coming out. We're, we're clashing heads already. <laughs> now, I, okay, here's one though. I think maybe we can, maybe we'll agree on. Now, <laughs> I've been, I've been waiting, and uh, you guys heard a little snippet of this at the very, at the very top of the show, our cold opener, but. If you're like me, you're on certain lists where you get emails from candidates and you might have gotten an email coming through hashtag money comet. Uh, Odie, did you get the money comet email? I, I didn't get the email, but uh, I had the, the treats of seeing the money comet video today. And oh, my God, was it glorious. Uh, it's a it is a thing to behold. But I want to say before we get into the video, just let me tell you about this email alone. The email I got from these people uh, and the, by these people, of course, I mean, Gary Johnson and Bill Weld, it came to me and, you know, the content was, eh, it's okay, it's fine. It's, you know, the Republicans and Democrats, you know, the two-party system is a dinosaur. Let's kill it with a comet. That's the, basically the, the big idea. But the, the thing that I noticed that sprung out to me immediately was the thing was written in Comic Sans. Who sends a political email in Comic Sans? What are you thinking? Why would you ever do that? That's, I, I don't know. I don't know anyone who runs a business, who does anything political who sends out email period that uses comic sans. No, I mean, what are you writing on a, uh, are you putting a sign above the urinal that says, please flush or please don't flush with your feet. That's the only thing you should be using comic sans on. If you're on the office and it's a plot of the office, who's writing comic sans notes on the urinal doors. Stupid. So anyway, that aside though, let's just take a quick, let's take a quick listen to this, to this commercial. I'm governor Gary Johnson. I'm Governor Bill Weld. The two-party system is a dinosaur. You are the comet. Show the world how massive an impact independent voters can make on the establishment. Join us in kicking them in the asteroid. Be part of the Johnson Weld Money Comet. It's the bomb. Unbelievable. I mean, look, just tell me this. Just from listening to that, uh, I mean, I, certain things obviously stand out to me in that. Uh, number one, I like that Bill Weld says, join us in kicking them in the asteroid. That was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. As a fan of puns, you know. You know I can get behind that. <laughs> Do you, do you think he thought of that himself, or do you think that was just kind of, I mean, you know, I'm just going to put this in here myself. Do you think he actually did that, or they, do you think probably, that was written up for him? I'm sure they just showed that they just had them watch, like, they probably got stoned and watched a nice long couple episodes of Cosmos, you know, back to back to back. Not only the original Carl Sagan ones, too, because Johnson and Weld are older. They probably just watched a few episodes, they're like, just smoke that reefer, man, and let, let what comes out of your mouth come out of your mouth. 
that's, that's, that's probably... a good point because during these ads, this ad and the one that you and Mark talked about last time, it's it's like Gary is stoned. He's t- I can't even describe the voice he's talking in. Hello, my name is Gary yeah. Johnson, <laughs> and it's a safe place here. I'm a libertarian, <laughs> and you can vote for me. It's, it's he like changes his voice completely. It's he's, so he, weird. Yeah, he seems like more of like he's a child therapist or something like that, or a guidance counselor than he is a presidential candidate. <laughs> exactly. Where, exactly. Do you, where do you want to go to school? Huh? Okay. Yeah. All right. We're fiscally. Do you want to go somewhere that's fiscally conservative and socially? Anyway, um, so that was one. The second thing, and I really hated this at the very end of this thing, which is just it's you know if you don't watch it, I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes. But if you don't watch it, shame on you. Go shame, watch it. Yeah. Right what now. kind of libertarian are you? It's it involves. I'll tell you, it involves very cheesy graphics of the Earth and a comet coming towards the Earth with just splices of them talking. But at the very end, at the very end of this thing, you get. Gary Johnson saying, it's the bomb. No, that was Bill Weld. Was it? Are, you, are you sure? Oh, my gosh. I hope I'm not wrong on this, but I'm, I thought I, it was Weld. I'm telling you, I think that was Johnson. It was hard to tell because it didn't really sound like either of them. Maybe maybe it was an intern who was like, <laughs> they're going to love both, this. <laughs> maybe they both said it at the exact same time. <laughs> That's the voice that comes out of them. <laughs> uh, God, Well, you know what? At some point, they probably are going to start using that super voice where it's just the two of them talking in tandem. It's going to be like the Inuit uh, throat singing where they combo together to make a special unique sound. They're going to throat sing this bastard home. So, yeah, so but it starts saying every other word. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but I mean, come on. It's the bomb. What year is this? Is it, what is it? 1994. It's the bomb. Jesus Christ. Well, you know what? I'm giving it a jaunts off. Ooh, a jaunts off. Mm, what about you, man? Where you at? I got to give it a jaunts off also, but I will give them a C plus for effort. So that was, they're trying. They're, you know, they it's not trying. like they're just not trying. They're just terrible trying. Yeah, they're awful. And they, they're blatantly ripping off the money bomb, of course. You know, it's a money comet, money bomb. All right. They're, they're trying to echo. Now, the thing is, the thing that got me, they're trying to echo Ron Paul a bit, right? You know, it's like, it's Ron Paul-ish. And, uh, the one thing that I couldn't help but notice, and I'll get into this a little bit more later. I've got to skip around a little bit on my agenda here, but um, Bill Weld, or no, sorry, not Bill Weld, Gary Johnson actually had made some uh, snide comments about Rand and Ron Paul in he one did of the, indeed, yeah. yeah, right. Which I thought, like, and you know what? It's I can't say they're exactly terribly off necessarily because he basically had said that. Uh, you know, Rand and Ron, they both were very much anti-immigration or, or not anti-immigration, but they, they wanted to, you know, secure the borders, which is true. They both did want to do that. And that they, he's kind of saying that they were they weren't great for libertarianism. They weren't communicating the ideals, which I mean, fine, I guess in one in one place, I can I can understand why you're supporting that one topic. But in every other way, Ron Paul is leaps and bounds ahead of you. And he also, by the same time, he's saying secure the borders, which I don't think anybody is necessarily saying right now we should completely have open immigration. You can't I mean, you can't just tear it down overnight. So he's saying secure the borders. But he's also saying, you know, abolish the welfare state, which, again, we can't really do that either. But I mean, come on, man, you're really comparing yourself and Ron Paul at this point. Ron Paul, the guy who got half the people that give a damn about you to pay attention I mean, what do you it, think about that? It, it really is maddening. And the one thing that really stuck out to me is he seemed to take a, exception to the fact that Ron and Rand Paul are socially conservative. What I don't understand, I think a lot of libertarians get confused about this, 
is you can be socially conservative and be a libertarian. You don't have to be out out in the streets smoking weed, buying prostitutes. You don't have to live that life where you're just indulging in all the freedoms that you can. You can be socially conservative and say, hey, guess what? I'm not going to do that. I actually don't like some of that stuff. But you know what? If you want to do it, that's fine with you. That's fine. Go ahead, do it. Have fun. I'm not going to put you in jail and I'm not going to I'm not going to hurt you. So it's 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 confusing. And it, it goes back to that fiscally conservative, um, so, socially liberal um, thing that Gary Johnson and Bill Weld always say are socially inclusive. I think they've started to say now, which is a little bit better because inclusive means, you know, we're including everybody, the social conservatives and the people that are liberal. So that, that really does annoy me that he did pick that one little thing, which I think is just. A stupid point. Yeah, totally agreed. And you know, you know, one way I just talking about what you were saying, where you can be libertarian to be other things as well, uh, is I remember I used to take a class on Buddhism back in college at good old Penn State. And, you know, it's like you could be Buddhist and Christian at the same time. Libertarianism is an ideal. You could be a lot of things and still be libertarian, you know, at, at your core. So, yeah, I agree. It's just it's insulting. So uh, clearly, how dare you speak Ron's name? Johnsoff. Yeah, I, I got to be 100% with you here. That is a big time Johnsoff, especially for disparaging the name of Ron Paul in libertarian circles. I won't stand for it. No. I mean, Rand, hey, I, I still like Rand, but that's uh, more understandable. Uh, so, what about you? Do you have anything to, to bring to the party here? Yeah, I, I don't know if you uh, – well, I, I, I'm guessing you caught this recently because it was mentioned in our forum – um, God damn it. What's that guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm not even going to cut this. His name's Joseph Knowles. <laughs> there's uh, Joseph your, Knowles. There's your shout favorite. out, Joseph. He's, <laughs> Just he's you actually wanted. my favorite, favorite forum member. <laughs> and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Lions of Liberty Forum. And if you're listening to this and you haven't joined it, like our good friend Joseph Knowles has, sorry about that, Joseph, um, please do. And you can do it just by going on Facebook. And you type Lions of Liberty Forum in the search bar at the top of Facebook, comes right up, and uh, we will approve you as quickly as we can, unless you're a Nigerian scammer. Like, there have been an influx of Nigerian scammers. Half of those people are rappers. Don't forget. Nigerian rappers as well we get a lot of. Couple, couple rappers too. I don't, I don't understand it, but you will not get in if you uh, are from Nigeria, probably. Which it's not nothing against Nigeria, but (laughs) you're trying, probably trying to scam us. (laughs) Anyway, to get back to what we were talking about, what Joseph posted in the forum, uh, it was an article talking about Gary talking about the basic income. Which uh, this was the article was from basic basicincome.org. So look at them; they have a whole organization of their own. Fancy, I think they've got, right a, think they've got an angle they're working. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit. And what a, like it, it was sort of controversial, and a, a lot of libertarians really didn't like what he said, saying that he would be in favor. And this isn't a direct quote, uh, paraphrasing. He would be in favor of a basic income, t- mainly to get rid of a lot of the bureaucratic stuff. From you have all these different. You know, welfare programs, Social Security, disability, all this crap where the government's paying stuff out is so extremely inefficient. Instead of having that stuff, just have a basic income for people that if they're not making, you know, a certain amount of money with with the actual income contributing to, to society, just give them this basic income and and send them on their way. So I, I guess before I give my opinion on this, Brian, what, what did you think of it? Well, it's a, as you said, it's an interesting one because right off the bat, when you hear as a libertarian anything about basic income or any sort of just across the book entitlement, you're like, F no to that. Like, get it out of here. But 
In regards to universal basic income, I will say I'm I'm more open to it. Like Garrett says, I'm more open to it than than against it for a couple reasons. One is that, like you said, it gets rid of all that bureaucracy for the most part, which I think is good. The second thing is that, I mean, you can't, as I mentioned earlier, you can't rip everything out at once. So this I would view as a step in the right direction instead of just keeping the welfare state as it is and all the intentions as they are. The third thing, though, and this is what to me is the most attractive, is that one of the things I can't stand about welfare is people get on welfare and they never, ever get off welfare. Because half the time, people get on there, they're on welfare, they have more kids, blah, blah, blah. They get stuck in this rut where they're making more money on welfare than they would make if they went out and got a job at McDonald's. Of course, granted, people on welfare now can't get hired at McDonald's because they're paying $15 an hour. Who can hire somebody for that amount of money? It's crazy. But point being, with basic income, you can you now have a, a payment where it's there no matter what. So like welfare, you have to get off welfare to go work. Now, if basic income, you can go get a job. And if that job is going to pay you more than the basic income, fantastic. If it doesn't, you're not losing anything. So it's not it's like you have incentive to go out and actually try to get a job rather than just being like, I can't get a job. It's going to fuck up my welfare, you know. No, absolutely. And and I think another thing with welfare is, you know, a lot of the problem with welfare is it, there's an incentive, you know, if you're a single mother, incentive to have a kid, to have another kid and, and continue as a single mother because you get more payments from the government. I'm not exactly sure how this basic income would work, but I don't think that you would get, hopefully, if it's set up this way, I, I, I would support it even more, um, that you wouldn't get more money just based on having more kids or, or different things like that. No, I would if agree it's just with you a there. Yeah, basic income across the board. Yeah. I, I think that'd be the way to go. And uh, this, this isn't to say that, you know, as libertarians, you know, speaking speaking for myself, um, I, I don't favor, you know, government redistribution of wealth. But that's the thing that that's, uh, you know, these rights have been taken away from us sort of incrementally a little bit at a time. And if we could take a step in a direction to sort of take some of that back and give more control to the people and get get rid of some of this stupid bureaucracy where just money is just wasted freaking everywhere. I think it's it's a step in the right direction. And you can say that, you know, this isn't libertarian, but I'm still in favor of it because it gets us a little bit more towards liberty. Yeah, I'm with you, man. So what are you saying then? What's your grade? It's a Johnson. It's a Johnson. Goddamn. Well, you know what, man? I'm also going to say a very, a very hesitant Johnson. So, uh, sorry, Joseph. I know Joseph was thinking this is a, a slam dunk Johnson. However, I will say there was something else that he talked about in this article as well that, uh, spoiler alert is going to take us into the land of liberty make believe. All right, trolley. Neighborhood of make believe. Yes, the land of liberty make believe, everybody. Now, you might be saying, what could this be? What insanity could take us into this wonderful land of bubbles and rainbows? Well, let me tell you, in that same article where Johnson was asked about basic income, they also asked him about the carbon tax. Now, he didn't go into too much detail about it, but he did say, yeah, the carbon tax is something that I would be open to. This is his quote. I know a lot of smart libertarian people who are open to it. Really, Gary? Please tell me who the hell you know you're yeah. talking to. Like, Odie, is he calling you up? What's your opinion on the can, carbon tax? Can, can you name? Can you name one? Can no. anybody name one libertarian <laughs> in favor of the carbon tax? No, they don't, they don't exist. Land of liberty, make believe, right there in a goddamn nutshell. I mean, come. 
Oh, it's just it makes me so aggravated because, you know, it's true. L- later on, I'm going to talk about the Chicago Tribune interview in like a few minutes. And in that he's talking about how income inequality comes from, you know, like the, the uh, all the regulations that are put in place and the, the rich being helped at the expense of the poor. What the hell do you think a carbon tax is going to help do? Same thing. It's just going to get yeah. passed along to everybody else. It's just so stupid. <laughs> Just a giant transfer of wealth. And that's, I mean, this, this reminds me a little bit of you used to talk about back with your Rand pluses and minuses. Rand Paul one sentence earlier. This yeah. is Gary Johnson one sentence earlier. Gary, just say your favor of the carbon of, uh, of basic income. Say that it gets rid of bureaucracy. Then just shut up and leave. Exactly. Just, leave. Carbon, just, just say, oh, you know, I'm against any more regulations. Yeah. Peace out. Bam, bam, I'm out. Gary Johnson, 2016. Johnson, well time. All right. So what clearly, uh, Johnson off. John's off. Awful. Just insultingly awful. All right. What's next here? How about we talk about... Actually, you know what? We're going to go on to uh, Bill Weldland in a minute. But, Odie, I think you had one more that you wanted to talk about, too, for Johnson before we move along. Yeah. An article that... uh, It was uh, from the Libertarian website, Libertarian Vindicator. And they were quoting uh, an interview that Gary Johnson did with Kitco News... And Kitco is a wonderful website. That's where I track my gold and silver prices all the time. So it's check not that just out. for children's toys. It's a yeah, exactly. It's a free advertisement for Kitco. <laughs> You're welcome, Kitco, you bastards. Send me some gold. Yeah, send, give it. Send us both some gold. Yeah, we love gold. Anyway, so um, this uh, Kitco was was not very nice to uh, to Johnson in their analysis of of him in, of his opinion of the Federal Reserve here, saying that. Um, Johnson said that he would sign legislation to abolish the Fed, but that it could cause you know a lot of worldwide panic. So I, I think that a lot of libertarians interpreted him saying this as him really not being in favor of abolishing the Fed. And I'm not sure if that's exactly what he meant. I think he was just saying, sure, you put it on my desk. We should get rid of the Fed. I'll sign it. But there's going to be some stuff that goes wrong. But he didn't say that you know, after a while, things would get better. Uh, but what do you think of that, Brian? No, I mean, I agree with you. They, I think they read into it the wrong thing. Without a doubt, if you, he's right. If you audit the Fed, I mean, clearly the markets are going to go, oh, oh, hold on. Things are going, you know, things are going crazy. Let's wait and see what happens. Markets, look, markets crash at the drop of a pin anyway. I mean, it's like, give me a break. Almost nothing causes it. A fly yeah, crashes look- into, into a stock ticker and the, the market drops. I mean, give me a break. Look what happened after the Brexit. I mean, the markets crashed, and now we're up to almost all-time highs. Right, so, yeah, yeah, just reactionary. So it doesn't matter. I mean, it, give me a break. He and he said he'd sign documents if they put him on his desk to abolish it. Now, one thing I wish he had said was that he would champion a cause to abolish it, uh, which he did not go that far. And he, and he also said, well, it'll never happen, but if it did happen, I would sign a document to abolish it. So, I mean, it's <laughs> overall, I'd say it's good, but... Yeah, overall, I'd say it could. I, I think it just comes back to, you know, with the last one we were talking about with the basic in- income and the carbon tax. I just wish that he would be more clear and explain himself. He leaves himself open to just having to someone reading it and really just having just any opinion they want to read into it. Almost. He's not clear. He doesn't really define his views. And that that, that is a that, that's definitely a bad thing. So because of that, because he doesn't clearly talk about the Fed, clearly talk about legalizing uh legalizing freedom in, in the uh, money system. I got to give him a Johns off for this. One. Wow. You're Johns offing him. I'm going to give him. 
God, it's so hard. I like half of it. But you know what? I agree. It's a very tepid endorsement. I agree. John's off. All right. So now now that we've gotten our, our Gary Pure out of the way, that, that sweet, no-cut Gary Pure, uh, let's go and take a trip, if you'll join me, into the mind weld. Did everybody take the time to put their faces in uh, in the freezer with Bill Weld? I hope I got so. my freezer right here. My <sighs> face is so cold. Oh my it's god. Glorious. That's the opposite. I did I should have brought my freezer in. I'm literally uh for those of you who don't know, I don't have hair. I've gone I went bald at an early age and in the uh in the what I'm calling the Brian's of Liberty Studios right now, it's hot. I don't have air conditioning. I'm literally sweating. There's sweat coming down from my my earphones. And from my head, it's absolutely disgusting. That's a wonderful visual. Thank <laughs> you so much for sharing that with there's us. There's like sweat collecting in my belly button. That's how gross I am. All right, enough of that. But yeah, so Bill Weld, uh, it was easy. Uh, Bill Weld. couple things I want to touch on for Bill. So Bill and Gary sat down with the Chicago Tribune and did some interviews. I talked a little bit about that with Gary earlier. But there were two things specifically I wanted to hit on for Bill. And... The first one is actually, uh, I, I would say good, because they're talking about Bill and, and Gary and them campaigning together, you know, because they're literally, they're just inseparable. And uh, let me read a quick quote for you guys. Well said, I ran as a duo with my lieutenant governor, a guy named Paul Salucci. We were both running. We decided to run together. We had a unified staff. I have personal conference that Gary and I can have that kind of relationship also. Obviously, if there's a disagreement, there's only one president of the United States. What do you think of that, Odie? Are we sure that Bill Weld wasn't talking about himself when he said there's only one president of the we, United States? We are not sure about that <laughs> in any way. And as we mentioned the last one of these, he may just have a plan to kill Gary Johnson. As we know, it was easy. So, yeah, I, I don't know. He may be talking about himself in a clever roundabout way. But, I mean, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it on the surface for right now. And uh, and say at least this is the first time I think really I've heard Bill Weld be like, no, no, I know. I know I'm not the president. There's only one president, even though he didn't say it. here, I, I think we can read into it. What about you? Bill, Bill Weld has never said that. Never said vice president, the title vice president. I, I don't, don't think, think he can. I think it's impossible. I'm kind of wondering if he does everything as a duo. Everything he does, he goes to the grocery store. He's got to go with someone. He goes to the gym. He's got to go with someone. Maybe he can't be alone. Maybe he's just. Mentally ill. I he's like know. he's like Tobias Fuque, the never nude, but instead of uh, jean short cutoffs, he just always has to have somebody else with him. Possibly, I have no idea who that is. And I'm gonna what? Pretend. Arrested Development, my friend. Uh, yeah, that's right. You, you told me like years ago to watch that show, and I never did. So, all right, Sorry about good that. to see you. Hold my opinion in high value. <laughs> Excellent. By the way, Stranger Things on Netflix, fantastic show. We should do a whole other podcast on that. It's great. Uh, all right, so, you know what? I'm going to give him. For this, even though he may be talking about himself, I'm going to give that a Johnson on. You're giving him a Johnson on for that. Well, yeah, you know what? It's hard to it's hard to give him a yeah. You kind of have to give him a Johnson on because he didn't say anything outright terrible here. He kind of just said, "I've done this before, and I'll let Gary make some decisions." So yeah, I'll give him a Johnson on as well. All right, you know, I, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to mine for gold in uh, in just a pile of of hardened shit that is Bill Weld. By the way, so I mean, 
I'm, I'm really looking people. I, I really dislike him. So here's like, uh, here's another thing Bill Weld said. Maybe he's going to even it out right here. So later on in that same interview, Bill Weld, they were asked about, oh, what would you do if you got in? You know, who would your cabinet be? And Bill said, well, we would propose to hire ideally the very best minds of the Democratic Party, the very best minds of the Republican Party. Uh, Odie, what's missing from that? And the very best minds of Libertarian Party? No, no Libertarians? No, no, no Libertarians. No Libertarians mentioned in there <laughs> at all. No, no. Bill Weld, good old I'm with the establishment, Bill Weld. Of course, well, he's not even thinking. At no point did it cross his mind that maybe he should hire Libertarians as a Libertarian vice president or for a Libertarian cabinet. Well, you can't hire libertarians don't have any experience you got these two governors with all this experience you got to hire some republicans and democrats that have all kinds of experience because that's what it's all about all about experience man that's how people fail up in the government year after year after year uh johnson yeah that's an easy one it was easy johnson <laughs> it was easy all right i got a good one uh i got a good one for you guys now Bill Weld was on a uh, a radio station, KFILE, and I have no idea where that is. Uh, the Michael Smirconis Show. That's what it's, the Michael Smirconis Show. And he was asked about the uh, the Republican National Convention. Now, they have a platform going there at the National Convention, and it's got a, a ton of stuff in it, as you would imagine. However, one of the things in it that is exceptionally ridiculous is that they call porn... Like this, uh, they call it a public menace, quote unquote. They call porn a public menace. And Bill Weld was asked about it. So let's just give a quick listen to what he had to say. Platform that's in the process of being finalized said that it seems almost Victorian. Uh, among the uh, platforms, it declares pornography a public health crisis. I'll bet nobody has asked Bill Weld this. So let me be the first. Is pornography a public health crisis? No, I don't think pornography is a public health crisis. And you know what those Victorians did when they got home after being lording it over everybody about pornography. (laughs) (laughs) What did they do? What did they do? What was he saying? I just don't know. I don't know what you would do after that. You can guess. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta say, man, uh, I like that. That was good. That, that was a good one. And, you know, I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet with this one. That's Johnson. It is. Johnson in many ways, shapes and forms for that one. Johnson all over. Johnson, it's, they're, they're Johnson off with their Johnsons. I, I apologize for saying this. It's just stupid and unnecessary. But you know what? It's staying in the show. Mark's not here. Daddy's away. Children, daddy's away. All right, one more thing to wrap this show up, guys. And uh, this is a real quickie. And basically, they did a little bit of a a little bit of a study and asked people, okay, what do you think about Bill Weld? Now, uh, Odie, you know this. Bill Weld was, you know, Gary Johnson's position was like, I have to have him. He will assure me victory. He will assure that we get our five percent and we appear in the debates and we get in the polls. We have to have Bill Weld. Now, they polled a bunch of people. What do you think the results of the poll said? Well, if I had to guess, I would think that everyone loved Bill Weld, and that's the reason they're voting for Gary Johnson, right? Bingo! Nailed it! No. 
completely accurate. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Zero people give a shit. I mean, maybe there were two shits given. That's where that phrase comes from. I think one person gave two shits. Uh, this show is going to be marked explicit, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, but literally, like the, the poll came back. Nobody cares. They don't, it's not that they love him. It's not that they hate him. They literally, they're like, who's Bill Weld? Why should I care about Bill Weld? I do not care at all about this person, which completely undermines the whole Gary Johnson's whole platform of I have to have Bill Weld. Meanwhile, Bill Weld's just out there crapping up every time they speak. You know, like in the last few shows, he always brings Gary way down with his idiotic comments. Today, he actually broke even. But usually he's like he's the anchor. He's dredging him down to the bottom of the ocean, man. And, yeah, well, he's, he's he's definitely not helping. And it just makes me sick to think about thinking back to that libertarian convention of Gary Johnson up on stage, almost crying, pleading that he needs Bill Weld. And just to think we could have someone like the great Larry Sharp in there just oh dominating yeah. it in the media. But we got to listen to Bill Weld just mumble through things and stick his face in the freezer and probably drink a uh, fifth of bourbon every night. Yeah, well, I can't can't hold him accountable for that. I love me some bourbon. I'm drinking a cider right now. Clearly a Johnson. The whole point of, of having him there, completely and utterly pointless. Just shameful. Shameful, Gary. Now, that will do it. For me, from my count, I had, you know what? From my count, counting Bill and Gary, I have five Johnsons and six Johns-offs. And, Odie, I have not been keeping track, but I think you were real close with that. In real time, I had trouble I think, you know, I, I, have been, I have not been keeping track because I can't count. I but think I had, think I had one more Johnson off. I you could had, be wrong. Yeah, so. the first one we disagreed on. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's – Gary's still – he's coming up behind. I think last after last time, he was literally dead even at the end of the podcast. So, today, he's going to be at least three in the hole. So, hmm, step up your game there, GJ. Yeah, I mean, we're tough on Gary. We're tough on Weld. But you know what, guys? Yeah, really. I think you said it right. Step up your game. And enough of these ridiculous commercials with the cocaine porn music. Come oh on. Oh, my God. Seriously. Get something else going. Seriously. Set, find, hire somebody new because this is like it's like 1995 style ads with horrible music, horrible graphics, uninspiring everything. Just terrible. All right. Well, let's hey, let's take about on a high note, though, Odie, as Mark always loves to do. Why don't we uh, why don't we ask our audience to join us in live long and live free. It's a beautiful day in this liberty hood. A beautiful day for a candidate. Would he be mine? Could he be mine? It's a liberty day in this Johnson Wood. A liberty-ish day for a Gary. Would he be mine? Could he be mine? I've never wanted to have a candidate just like you. I've always wanted to have a real libertarian who's schooled. But let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would he be mine? Could he be mine? As long as he acts libertarian. Won't you please? Won't you please? Please, won't you be 
a principled libertarian. <laughs> <laughs>